Who says tech can't be human? Whether it's your business or it's you as an individual or it's like getting your soul whole, we're all just trying to be whole. You look for a service because you're missing something and you're trying to be whole, or you're looking for a yoga class or fitness training because you're you're trying to make yourself whole or well-rounded. Welcome to the Hacker Valley Studio Podcast. Hey everyone, it's me, Simone Biles. You might be wondering why you're hearing my voice on a cybersecurity podcast ad. Well, it's because I'm partnering with Axonius. Whether you're a gymnast like me, or an IT or security pro, complexity is inevitable. And I've learned that the key to success is focusing on what you can control. Go check out my video at axonius.com slash Simone. That's A-X-O-N-I-U-S dot com slash S-I-M-O-N-E. What's going on, everybody? You are in the Hacker Valley studio with your hosts, Ron and Chris. Yes, sir. Welcome back (laughs) to the show. Glad to be back again. And I'll tell you why I'm so glad to be back, because our guests this episode just threw us a curveball. They live out of an RV, and they're actually doing some amazing work. Our guest today is Morel Bailey. Morel is the founder and owner of Modern Branding Company, where she helps small businesses get their very important messages to the right audience. Morel, I'm excited to talk about RV life, <laughs> to talk about your journey as a yogi and so much more. Yes. But most importantly, welcome to that podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and excited to be here. I'm like a little nervous. I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> but super excited. No, we are excited to have you. One thing that's really interesting about your life is that you have made so many pivots in such a short <laughs> amount of time. But I think they're pivots that really play off of one another. We're talking about you going from yoga and being more in the bodybuilding community to developing community and cybersecurity to doing your own thing and definitely making a huge network. I'm sure that you do when you're on the road like that. But let's start mm-hmm. a little bit with the health and fitness journey that you've had. Obviously, I know yoga is like a huge part of your life and the bodybuilding Mm -hmm. stuff. I'm sure there were a lot of takeaways from that portion of your life. Is there anything that kind of lingers like in you today that you've developed from those times? Definitely. Actually, like yoga, I always tell people it saved my life. I struggled with a lot of like childhood traumas. I grew up like not really knowing who and where to ask for help. And so I was like, I'm going to Google it. And if anyone knows me, I am a strong Googler. <laughs> I don't look <laughs> up anything. So at around like 15 or 16, I was like, okay, I'm really struggling with my mental health. I got to find something. And so I ended up looking up yoga. Well, I looked up different things you can do to like help yourself and yoga popped up and Hatha slash Raja yoga popped up, which is a little bit more like on the spiritual side and like really yoking your mind, body and spirit together. And it really started changing my life. And so with yoga, it really taught me about peace, love, and like being content in the moment. And Hatha yoga, there's yamas and niyamas, which are your self-observances and your self-constraints. And I actually have a lot of them tattooed on myself as like daily reminders. Like I have one on my wrist and it's a A for ahimsa, which is compassion or nonviolence. Looking at that, it's like, am I being kind to myself today? Am I lending a hand to someone else? Am I being kind to the people around me and giving them the compassion that they need? And that was like a really huge lesson for me. And another one is having a passion for like self-inquisition. Like, am I really reflecting on myself and like looking at who I am and how I need to be for tomorrow? 
And then as far as bodybuilding and being a personal trainer, something that really hit for me was I had never really done a lot on my own. Like I would either ask like my friends for help or my mom for help. And with bodybuilding, like the only person that can wake you up at like five in the morning to go run for two hours is yourself. It's you and you at the end of the day. And it's how far you want to push yourself. And so I feel like bodybuilding pushed me to like be better for myself and do better because at the end of the day, when you're on that stage, like, yeah, it's an objective competition, but like your heart knows if you've done it all to be at the best of your ability, no matter where you place. And so, and another thing, my very first bodybuilding coach who I really look up to, I was like, I'm gonna go pro. And he was like, but what do you do after you go pro? And I was like, I don't know. Go pro. <laughs> and I actually had to learn, like, I have to always want for something more. What's the next step after that? Because that taught me, like, for me, I went pro and then what? I wouldn't know what to do with myself. And so it really taught me to like constantly be reflecting again, back to that reflection and self-inquisition of what do I need to be doing next? So those were like the huge takeaways from yoga and bodybuilding and personal training and also for personal training, pushing others. Mm. A client of mine made a meme. Do y'all remember that meme from, I think it was one of the housewife shows and then there was a cat. Oh like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So the woman screaming, the person put me and it was like, is that a lighter weight than I gave you? And it's the cat being like, I'm just trying. <laughs> that was one thing is like my clients knew I am fixated on pushing them as much as I push myself because I know we all have greatness. And sometimes I know for myself, like I can be the worst, best self-sabotager in the world when it comes to like pushing myself professionally, whether it's yoga or like my business. Sometimes I just, I'm like, I get that self-imposter syndrome. So I know what it feels like sometimes to hold yourself back. I will be the last person to try to push someone to like give themselves an excuse to push themselves back. I'm like, nah, I'm going to push you forward. So I feel like with personal training, it helped me to like see people's greatness and help them to see it themselves and get out of that mental space of I can't. Yoga, bodybuilding, fitness, moving the body is just so important. We forget Mm -hmm. so often how much the two are related, your mind and your body and even your spirit. Like if your spirit's not right, you might have a toxic mindset that might lead you to make bad decisions for your body. And it seems like you really doubled down on betting on yourself. You know, you said three words that really resonated to me, worthy, valuable, and that you belong here. I love that. And when you look back at this journey that you've been on, it seems like it's about that personal growth, the continual growth of being better. What really stands out to you from like your profession? Because it seems like the personal life of yoga is also integrated with your professional life. It's so funny you say that because like even at the bottom of our website for the business, I like literally made sure that that was at the end of you are worthy, you belong here and you're valuable. And why would I not integrate like my yogic beliefs into work? Because whether it's your business or it's you as an individual or it's like getting your soul whole, we're all just trying to be whole. You look for a service because you're missing something and you're trying to be whole, or you're looking for a yoga class or fitness training because you're trying to make yourself whole or well-rounded. To me, it's like, how could I not integrate that? I want to bring ease to people's lives. I want them to know how important they are because I don't know about y'all, but like sometimes I struggle with just being like, you are good enough. You are worthy. I constantly am fixated on like accomplishing things, but even sometimes I accomplish stuff and I'm still not happy with myself. Well, morale, like you're doing it. You are whole. Like you are in this present moment doing what you need to. And I think that 
we're so hard on each other and like hard on ourselves sometimes too, like, or not always hard on each other, but like, I feel like kind of given our climate sometimes right now, like we're just really hard on one another. And it's like, why not be someone's peace? Even if it's, whether it's a client or a person, like just give them some peace, give them some like care and support. Cause we all need it. We're all like hoping for it. A hundred percent. There needs to be more empathy in the world. There needs to be more mm-hmm. you know, reaching out, supporting others. I completely feel you when you're like, oh, you know what? That was good, but I want more. That's something I struggle with to this day. I'm kind of in a space where I'll do something that's seemingly great in business or in our community. I'm just kind of like, eh, it was good. Going to do something <laughs> better next time, right? right? It really is important to stop and smell the roses and really enjoy the fruits of your labor. There's one thing that you brought up during the New to Cyber Summit with Sands when I was rewatching that. I remember there was a part where you were talking about going into these different roles. You were talking about doing these different things, things that you didn't know existed. And I think the quote went something like, there are more roles than what our parents teach us. Where does that come from for you? And what has it been like doing all these different roles and how they stack together? To be honest, like I grew up in a predominantly white community. And so I didn't really see a lot of myself or black women talking to my school. And a part of me was kind of like, I want to come back to my high school or come back to my elementary school. Because in elementary school, in my grade, I was the only black girl. And so like, I want to be to that girl who I could be and let her know you could be anything that you want. That reminds me of like Zootopia when the bunny becomes a cop. And like, she was her inspiration for the younger people who needed it. Going to Howard, I got to see people of color being different things. And sometimes even then I was like, but I don't see a black woman here. How do I change that? Because then I would hear all these different people sharing like, well, I've done this and this and this. And I felt like one of the things that I learned from a lot of the people that I noticed success is like, they do everything. It's like, what have you not done? Right. Is like a lot of the people that I looked up to most of my life or they've always done like everything and anything. And I was just like, how do I be that person? And so going to Howard, I got the experience of seeing how versatile people could be and how people could bring you success. Like Beyonce's dad would come around campus and people would pitch like whether it was like singing or a business because he was very successful early on with their career and he's developed so many things. And so, and he would just like quiz people. And so it was really cool to see like just different people making it in different ways and envisioning things. And so I was just like, I want to be that person. If I don't know anybody that does that, I want to be that person so that the people who also want to do that have an inspiration or can meet someone who's similar and know that they can do it. And as for, I guess, like the different work experience that I've had for me, like it all made me the woman I am today because I've learned so much from each opportunity and it's eye-opening. I worked for Inrupt, which is a really great company and they have a new vision of the web and how the World Wide Web should look. And they taught me how worthy I was and how I could really do anything I could put my mind to. You know, they gave me a lot of freedom and I learned, oh my gosh, like I remember one time my boss was probably scared because I started crying and I was like, I learned self-worth being here Mm -hmm. from a professional standpoint. And I was just like, and I want to say thank you for giving me that freedom. Sometimes when you start off with careers and stuff, they don't really give you as much freedom. And there they were kind of just like, they would start with increments of freedom and gave it to a point where, you know, I was hosting my own events and organizing them. And 
I gained so much more knowledge than a lot of other people, probably given the experience level that I'd had to start with. It was amazing. And it taught me like, wow, like I could do this and I'm capable of this. And working at a cybersecurity company, Red Canary was amazing too. Like they taught me kindness and compassion. And I love that their value is the authenticity. And it was cool to see a company do that. And then I also worked for an international development company before that. And I worked with the Department of Helping with Peace Building and helping countries who had just come from war with one another of how do you build peace in those spaces? How do we heal from all that trauma and all of that pain and hurt and loss? And how do we build peace? How do we create better infrastructures that help with communication? And I felt like that one taught me that you don't know who you're talking to. You want to make sure that they know that you have compassion and care and you want them to feel heard. And so I feel like each job taught me, even though they were all so different, they all taught me kind of going back to like the yoga of am I giving compassion to people? Am I having self-reflection? Am I being authentic to the people around me? And it was like, am I giving people the ability to be themselves and for me to be myself and to grow and to persevere and to push? And I felt it all is so different, but it all kind of in the same, maybe my life is in certain <laughs> silos of themes and they all just kind of like <laughs> fall right back into those silos. They just all look different from an external point of view. So much to it. I mean, there's this element of yoga that has been with you for quite a while and you've done bodybuilding and even cybersecurity, which is kind of like out there as well. And now you're yeah. a business owner. I think when you look at it all of worth, like it's all perception, but there's just so much that you can be proud of. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely. What does that distill and boil down to, right? You have business owner, you have yoga enthusiast, professional practitioner, whatever you want to call it, kickboxer, mm -hmm. bodybuilder, DE&I, community manager. How would you describe yourself being so multifaceted and dimensioned? Hmm, I have to think about that for a second. Who is Morel? <laughs> <laughs> if I were to describe myself as my best friend describes me, I'm a puppy. <laughs> mm. I get, I'm like a happy person. She's like, you know how like when you walk toward a puppy, they're just so excited before they like meet you. They're just like, oh my gosh, person, yeah. hello. And <laughs> she describes it as like, you're happy to meet people. You're happy to help people. And I feel like for me, it's I just, not to get heavy, but I feel like I've struggled sometimes, again, with my own worthiness and me feeling like I belong or my value. And I feel like if all I could do is just give someone else that feeling, I met this 16-year-old girl and she just reminded me of myself. And I was just like, at that age, what I needed to hear. And I told her what I thought I needed to hear. And ironically, she needed to hear it too. Like boiled down, it's just like, I just want to bring people's lives like ease and peace and remind them how valuable they are to this earth. Because I think all of us at some point struggle to know our worthiness and our value and that we belong in the spaces that we're in. Cause sometimes we can really feel left out. And so I feel like boiled down to it. I'm just someone that just wants to help other people and support other people in their healing process and knowing that mm. they're important. I feel like there's volatility in our mind with our stock, our personal stock price. Some days is great. Some days it's down. But I'd say that the outside perception of people, it tends to track up. As long as you're doing the right things, mm -hmm. I think you're continually like ticking up. One thing that I got to yeah. touch on is Ron. 
Have you ever seen a stock and it's like doing really good, doing really good. And all of a sudden it just has this inflection point where it just kind of mm-hmm. shoots to the moon and everybody makes a bunch of money. I do feel like for Ron, Ron's always been in great shape, always been in great shape. He's had big shoulders, big muscles. But I'd say, what was that around like 2018, Ron, when you really started focusing on health and fitness and then you just became like a superhero? Because <laughs> I also sensed a difference in your mind. Even though your body changed a lot, I felt like your mind changed even more. Like, what was it about that transformation for you that seemed to like kind of take you to that next level? This is a great question because it's fun that I'm going to answer this question because Morel, I actually started my personal transformation doing yoga as well. I was really focused on using this app called daily yoga. It was really fun to use. And I started to do that. And I thought, wow, I'm having actually a really hard time stretching, twisting and getting into it. So Mm -hmm. I started doing some Googling and then people brought up breath work and they said, if you're going through a transformative process in your life, doing yoga, doing breath work, eating well, meditating, all of these things will help you complete that transformation or walk the path of transformation that you're hoping to walk. That combination of yoga, nutrition, fitness, and meditation that I would say changed my life. And I really try my best to practice those things every day. Even gratitude, Mm -hmm. that's something that we can't miss either. You got to answer the question as well, Chris. You went through many transformations. When I first met you, you were a great dancer. You were also this threat intel oh, analyst. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Building out threat intel programs. So it was like this combination of like, who is this guy? And then you started doing fitness videos mm-hmm. and then the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And you've been through this fitness and health wellness journey for years now. What would you say has helped you transform as a person? I would say I'm a lot like Morel. When I was young, it was just kind of like the same oh, hey, you could be a firefighter or doctor or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I want to be everything. I just want to (laughs) experience everything. And there was a period where I was experiencing everything. So that means that I didn't have a lot of staying power in one particular thing. I'd say dance is probably one of the longer things. Cybersecurity is one of the longer things and now content. But I'd really done a lot of pivots throughout my career and my life. And in some ways, it made me feel like I'm not the master of anything. I just have a lot of experience of a lot of things. But it wasn't until a few years ago that I realized that there is value in having all of those perspectives. Sure, I might not be the best dancer that ever lived. Maybe I'm not the best cybersecurity practitioner there ever was. But I have perspective that not a lot of people have because I spent the time doing the things that I've done. Mm -hmm. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Yesterday's price, you know, it's gone up. <laughs> We've all gotten better. Uh-huh. It's like y'all said, you both are also people who are like, I'm going to do everything. I'm, I'm going to touch on different aspects and have different parts. And it's cool because the versatility and the diversity, that's why this podcast is so great why y'all are so great because you see from different lenses and you want to see from other people's different lenses because it makes y'all who you are. And that's beautiful. Oh, we appreciate that. Given all the experience that you've had up to now, and now you have a company, are you really wrapping up all those experiences, all of those perspectives into what you're building now with your branding company? Yeah, definitely. For me, the thing I've learned was through all my experiences, I've learned that I am capable and able. And it's really cool because then it's like, I get to 
integrate me into my business and to me and my fiance's business and really be authentic and true to myself. And again, it's like I'm taking all the skills and experiences and all the yoga in me (laughs) and putting that into the business and really helping people to know like, you know, you belong in the industry that you're in. Let's get your voice heard. Like let's nurture. And especially like with community management, you learn so much of nurturing relationships and building people up. I'm building a brand up. And so it's like, I've learned, I want to do that on a larger scale. How do you make that happen? It's rewarding to help people with their vision and their ideas. And I think it's really cool. There's nothing better than doing the work that serves you and serves your community and makes you feel great. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I love that trifecta, worthy, valuable, and belonging here. There's been times in my life And it sounds like also yours where those three things just weren't there. You didn't feel worthy. You didn't feel valuable. And maybe you didn't feel like you belonged. What Mm -hmm. would you recommend for anyone to start feeling those three things at least a little bit more today? Okay, I'm going to go all hippie and yogi on y'all real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say you have permission to feel how you feel. And there's a thing that I do. It's like breath work. But what I always tell people is inhale what you need and exhale that is not serving you. Mm. If I need to inhale worth, I will literally like keep saying, I am worthy, I am worthy as I'm inhaling in my mind. And as I exhale, like I'm worthless, I am worthless. And I literally, I feel it can pushing out of my body, literally just being flushed out. Maybe like we can all do it really quick of like just right now, inhale one of those three things, whether it's you needing to belong or it's needing value or it's needing purpose or worthiness and like just inhaling that in right now. And then as we exhale, like just thinking of the negativity that is like been flustering in your mind and like literally exhaling out through your mouth, like inhaling through your nose and exhaling what is not serving you out through your mouth. So you can physically feel it leaving out of your body. And like, as you exhale, driving your belly button towards your spine. So you can really expel that air from your body and feel it leave. So we can like do that really quick. We'll just inhale now. And exhale the body. And I do that like a bajillion times right before I go to bed sometimes if I'm really struggling. (laughs) And so I think everyone can use that to bring in what they need. And even just that one breath made me feel a lot better. Oh, I felt great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like to me is something that really helps me to feel better. And Hopefully that helps someone else because, and I'll say it again, like whoever is listening to this and even y'all like you are worthy, you are valuable and you belong exactly where you are. And no one can question it because you are where you are because you got there. No one knows your backstory. No one knows your journey, but you, no one can walk in your shoes, but you, and you deserve to be where you are in that space. And you have to give yourself compassion and give yourself grace and thank yourself and all the people who brought you to this moment because you belong and you are valuable and you are worthy and someone in your life needs you, mm. wants you. You might not feel it, but they would be not themselves without you. And that's something that my fiance tells me a lot is I wouldn't be who I am right now without you, especially when I'm like in a tough moment. Cause I have like anxiety and ADHD. So my brain goes everywhere. Right. And those moments when he tells me like, I wouldn't be me. And sometimes I'm like, I don't think anyone thinks I'm important. And he'll remind me that I am important and that I do need to be here and have my voice. It's really beautiful because 
people sometimes I feel like feel helpless, but there is someone on this earth that needs you. You are needed on this earth. People need to hear it. People need to feel it. And I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you took us through that quick exercise. I think it's something that people can utilize right now, use it in their daily life. But I have to say, thank you so much for hopping on the mics with us and talking about your background and talking about belonging and talking about what it's like to make some pivots and build on that experience. For anyone that's interested in any of the stuff that we talked about today, we are going to drop everything into the show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast. Morel, again, thank you so much. And we will see everyone next time. Thank you. If you found value in this content, it would mean the world to us if you shared it on social media, sent it to a friend, or talked about it over coffee.